got a whole lot of loving just for you. I got all this loving, but I just want you. Hello, and welcome to Hella Radio. I'm Nora Rose. I am Sally. And I'm Kate. And we need to talk about Destiel. Which is interesting with these episodes because there's no cast, but you know, they're relevant. We'll talk about it. They're relevant. We chose them on purpose. <laughs> it, so, was, it was sad. No cast. His absence was filled. This is true. Yes. Oh, for sure. Um, so I'll just jump into the uh, summaries. Um we have uh, 705, which is Shut Up, Dr. Phil. Um, Sam and Dean meet Maggie Stark, a witch who has unleashed her wrath on a small town, resulting in numerous deaths. Uh, Sam and Dean track down her husband, Donald, to see if he can help. Donald tells the brothers that Maggie is mad at him for having an affair and is taking it out on the townspeople. Um, then I have to scroll a bit because we skip a few episodes. Um, <laughs> 709, How to Win Friends and Influence Monsters. Sam, Dean, and Bobby become actual hunters <laughs> in the true sense of the word when they set up camp in a New Jersey state park to track a creature that has been attacking people in the woods. The townsfolk claim it is the real Jersey devil. Meanwhile, Dean is beyond thrilled to find a Biggerson's restaurant in town, but is devastated when he discovers the restaurant's special, special sandwich is seems to be making people crazy. Or stoned. You know, either <laughs> one. Or both. <laughs> Um, and then finally, 715, Repo Man. Four years ago, Sam and Dean helped a woman named uh, Nora um, <laughs> <laughs> exercise a demon that was systematically killing people in a small town. They managed to save the postal worker, Jeffrey, while vanquishing the demon, but now it seems that the black-eyed monster has reared his ugly head and returned for a second helping. The brothers visit Jeffrey, who has been locked in a psych ward since the incident, to see if he can remember any of the demon's plans while he was possessed. Hmm. This is how the, the thing ends. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. No spoilers, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, any any themes for these episodes other than, you know, bad coping mechanisms? <laughs> uh, yeah, no cash is a theme <laughs> for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, there you go. Um, Uh, along with that I just had the general theme of loss which I feel like is pretty prevalent in season 7 with Cass of course but then in each of these episodes uh, 
especially how to win friends and influence monsters and repo man uh yeah just deal with a lot of like loss and grief and yeah bad coping mechanisms (laughs) (laughs) yeah um guilt to like Mm. some degree i guess yeah Um, yeah also like jealousy definitely for uh uh seven five and whatever is going between the wife and the husband and also like in in the last episode when when the demon possesses another guy and not jeffrey yeah Mm -hmm. yeah uh yeah um yeah and then i just had for seven five uh ego is a big theme in that um not just of the starks but also uh i wrote deans but then i didn't really elaborate (laughs) (laughs) um well, and you could you could yeah. argue ego for Repo Man too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially Jeffrey, like assuming that the demon would want to come back to him. Yeah, and be with him. Yeah. I mean, it also kind of works for the growing ego thing. So yeah. Uh. Yeah. Um, another thing <laughs> is, uh, yeah, bad coping mechanisms, but also suicide or being suicidal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, of course. Well, and death really not- in general. Yeah. Because we get this whole thing with uh, when Bobby is talking to Dean in uh, How to Win Friends um, and and he says you know if you die before me I'm gonna kill you yeah <laughs> yeah oh that's uh, yeah but I, I love that speech I mean I don't really love love it but it's interesting how Bobby is like he can really tell that Dean has lost the purpose, and he's like, yeah. "Yeah, I don't, I don't care where you find it. If it's like a ten dollar bet or yeah, like some, you know." Yeah, yeah. Love that. I mm-hmm. I hate I hate the the basic concept of that monologue, where the whole the whole you're not a person, you're a hunter. Because yeah. I, I'm, you know, I'm a Dean Stan who wants Dean to retire and have, nice have things. a normal yes. life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but like, I get where Bobby's coming from and like, it is what Dean needs to hear in that moment. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't really agree with it, and like the, I agree with you and not with Bobby in that scene. But I feel like 
for Dean coming from where he comes from and like to compare the way Bobby parents them, so to say, to yeah. how how John did. It's kind of the same style, but like the underlying goal is totally different. So I, yeah. I guess I guess you could say that in a way Bobby is talking to uh, speaking in the same language to Dean like uh, uh, like uh, John used to, but Which, but that's yeah. like he is genuinely doing it like uh, for Dean and not for himself, even though yeah. he is like yeah, don't die. Or I'm gonna kill you, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, I think if somebody, somebody said something like uh, something that's not that aggressive or not that direct to Dean in that scene, it wouldn't really work for him because he exactly. just like wouldn't get it and would yeah. brush yeah. it off. So yeah, yeah. They only understand the language of masculine, <laughs> like <laughs> like violence and posturing. But in a loving yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Any other themes? Um, possession is not <laughs> the drug, but the better kind. <laughs> the divine kind. Uh, yeah. Uh... I don't know. Do you have something else, no, Rose? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got a good uh, we got a good range there. Yeah. All right. So let's go to break. All right, and we're back. Okay. Um. So. Shut up, Doctor Phil. Uh. <laughs> It's it. Uh, I don't have much to say about this episode, um, but there are two specific parts that I want to talk about. First of all, the nightmare that Dean has at the beginning, yeah, which starts. It, it has it has a lot in it because he's got a lot going on, but it starts with Cass in the river. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> the delightful, very 2005 polarized filter on Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I forgot that they did that. And I was just like bodily thrown back the, into the early 2000s. <laughs> the, the, the episode with, with Dick, where where we see him like with different influence influential people like yeah. Prince Harry or something like the Photoshop is so bad. <laughs> oh my god, it's horrible. You can literally see it's that so like the, bad. The, 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 his head was like copied in. Like the yeah. crop, yeah. the party was cropped off. It's I was like I can do burn in five minutes yeah. in Photoshop. <laughs> like who did this? Yeah. I couldn't decide if it was purposefully bad or <laughs> <laughs> Gave it to like some poor intern who had Photoshop before and was like, "Go." <laughs> Graphic design is my passion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if the graphic designer from Supernatural is listening, but what? 
even. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, the nightmare. Um, yeah, I'd forgotten about where the Amy uh, pawn subplot fell in. Yeah. Um, so, and we had skipped around with these these three episodes. So, um, when she came up in the nightmare, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the important part is that he dreamed about Cass first. Yes. Yeah. He also does mention Cass first when he's stoned and they are dissecting his burger, Bob and, yes. uh, Bob and uh, Sam. And he's like, yeah. yeah, I don't feel a thing. Like, I don't care about anything. I don't care about Cass. I don't think. And then he goes on listing stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, the other thing that I want to talk about with Shut Up, Dr. Phil is the conversation at the end between uh sam and dean um where sam is like you know well that canceling stuff like actually worked and and dean's just sort of like stop we're not doing this i there's and and the the thing that that he says that just gets to me is there's always something eating at me it's who i am yeah. Yeah. Oh, that hurt. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, I do know that that conversation between Dean and Sam mostly refers to Dean having killed Amy, right? Um, the woman. Yeah. And like hiding that from Sam. Uh, but um, yeah. Uh, I want to say I, I decided to read it as about cats. <laughs> <laughs> I think all of us hellers did so uh you're 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 in good company there yeah well then yeah when it goes into the conversation between sam and bobby in when friends and influence monsters he says we lost Cass, and we're like losing this battle like he in his mind because he doesn't know about amy yet he can only reference Cass because he knows that that's what dean is upset about yeah and thank you now i i can like just it's justified that i made it about <laughs> cast after what you just said because he oh, is about <laughs> yeah. like oh. they've sam has referenced it in multiple times since they lost cast at the beginning of season seven and yeah as far as he knows that's the only thing and like yeah of course dean feels bad about amy but that's not the overwhelming thing, I feel like. Thinking yeah. about it, they Sam has watched I mean it has Cass has died so many times. And Sam Sam was there to pick up the pieces after so many times. At this point he has to have like a list he, he runs through every time, you know? Just to move, move things along quickly, like Yep. Uh, you know, and it's funny to think about the fact that, like, we failed to mention this last episode, but when they wrote this death for Cass, it was supposed to be final. He wasn't supposed to come back. Yes. Right. And then Cass fans... is actually, uh, like, better than the final girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the unfinal girl. <laughs> 
or he just keeps final girling because <laughs> in a lo- in a lot of series the final girl gets killed at the beginning of the sequel, but then he just keeps <laughs> coming back. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, and since we talked about mentioning bad coping mechanisms, uh, I just appreciated that this episode falls back on some of the, like the classic Dean coping mechanisms, like sleeping mm-hmm. in his clothes on top of the bed, like yeah. not not <laughs> under the covers or anything, drinking in the morning, and eating pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Classic Dean. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly didn't remember he he was he dr- drunk so much, but it, it is a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's enough that Sam points it out. Yeah. And, I mean, Sam's used to his brother drinking a lot. So when Sam points it out, it's significant. Yeah. Is this the first time that we see Dean drinking out of a flask that we can think of? Because Sam points it out like, what are you drinking out of a flask? Like... When they're in front of the bust of Don. It might be, because it might be, uh, uh, foreshadowing to, uh, Bobby's soul connecting oh, to right. the flask. Yeah. Oh, that's that why they did it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that flask isn't Bobby's, it's something else, but... Yeah, but know. it's... I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't remember if he had a different flask earlier on that he would have but i mean obviously we've watched a lot of episodes <laughs> this yeah <laughs> and we've um, also not watched a lot of episodes before this <laughs> this is very true what i really loved loved to uh, loved seeing was uh the counseling like the way dean is like why is it always dean that has to like right do the relation thinks he's crap at actually he's great at it <laughs> but also like <laughs> we he is supposed to be crap at it but he never is yeah uh, like sam sam's painted as like the sensitive mindful one and sam just like pushes dean towards them and says you do this and dean says not my area probably as a reference to what happened with lisa but then he goes about and like actually does a pretty good job before Sam comes in to help him. Yeah. yeah. Which kind of like, uh, fucked me up in a way because I, I just know, you know, like, D- Dean is so complicated and such a huge, like, persona and character in my head and, but like, nothing about him is concrete and at the same time, everything is. <laughs> so I'm like, I, all the time I'm like struggling with it because Oh, uh, it makes me sad because in this scene, like, he's very emotionally intelligent, the way he handles the whole situation. So if he has mm-hmm. that level of understanding of what is going on, like, between two people he just met, like, a day ago or something, like, he definitely, like, if he's able to deconstruct that, he is able to deconstruct his own relationships. So, which means that he chooses not to. And why doesn't he... Yeah. Choose not. Why does he choose not to do it? Because he probably doesn't think he deserves it, which is very sad. <laughs> yeah. So you speak the truth. 
So I think repressed Dean is better for my mentality (laughs) and mental health in the end. Oh, very much so. Uh, Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stuff between, like, yeah, having Dean trying to have this, like, very macho persona, like, when they are going to try to get to Jenny before the Hex kills her, he kicks the door into her apartment and I didn't catch it before but I noticed this time that when they obviously it's meant to be a breakable door for movie magic but the door jam completely comes off of like the bottom (laughs) half of the door like just breaking the shit out of it and then when they find the coin Sam shoots it (laughs) it was so weird I know so intense like and shoots it on the counter like i'm not a gun person at all but it seems like that would be a very difficult shot like that's a very small (laughs) target and couldn't have put it on the floor or something like it just seems very very masculine (laughs) um and also when they get to when they uh kind of resolve the situation they've shot the coin the hex is over and Jenny's on the couch freaking out, as she should be. Dean says, should I slug her? <laughs> just like, first Ben, now this woman that you've, never, that you've barely met. Like, just a very strange contrast between, like, the, the like, outside, like, image that he's trying to portray and then what's going on on the inside and throw the counseling in there is just crazy i have a question for you um so am i imagining things between the witch lady and the woman who was working for her it's the option thing you are not imagining oh my god oh my god You are dead on. Um, yeah, very, uh, and then ends up being a barrier gaze oh. <laughs> yeah. with that woman. Yeah. Uh, Sue. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Seriously. Yep. And that she, I don't read it, I might be reading too much into it when she's like, I will help you with whatever, just feels very much like a Dean and Cass parallel Um, yeah i always i always come when you call i'm always here for you dean there is going on with sue there is another one actually between between the husband and the wife that i noticed when um they are um they are talking at the end uh and uh one of them is like or they are telling each other that they could never murder each other and i was like (laughs) that's funny that's well, what that's exactly the thing that happened to my best friends dean and Cass, <laughs> who i know personally and very well <laughs> I, I, yeah you wouldn't believe it like last january no february i even attended their wedding i was there <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it was Accurate. oh my god uh anything else for this episode Um, did I have something? Uh, not too much, except for 
Dean, while we were talking about, like, he's actually pretty good at counseling. And then he goes into, you know, maybe this whole thing that you guys have is some sort of sick, twisted, and then he goes, <laughs> clamps and feathers kind of thing. <laughs> Just like, yeah. you almost had it. <laughs> But you know, sex uh, yeah. positivity. I just thought uh, it was weird that he like went into that direction. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, All just right. shout out for Buffy the Vampire Slayer crossover yes. reference. Yes, <laughs> can't overlook that. Um, how to win friends and influence monsters. Is it just me, or does Ranger Rick look? Oddly like Misha. Oh my god, yes! Oh shit. Yes. <laughs> it is the nose. It is the nose and the and profile. The yeah. yeah. And I was is. just like, when he first showed up, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you have to have a trained eye to notice this. Yeah. <laughs> it is yeah. there. You have to have the Destiel goggles, but yeah. Also, <laughs> fortunately, Ranger Rick has his own supernatural wiki page. <laughs> does he? <laughs> he sure does. <laughs> oh, I love the supernatural wiki. It's so good. Shout out to everybody who's contributed to the supernatural wiki. <laughs> uh, to both of them. This one is the supernatural.fandom one. Um... But yes, he has his own page. Um, and also, can we talk about how, like, this plan of the Leviathans <laughs> is flawed in many ways. But one way that immediately comes to mind is all vegetarians and vegans are safe. <laughs> This is how final girl Sam can still win. <laughs> this is why oh. Sam became a vegetarian. Oh man. I mean, not exactly, but uh It yeah, is right after point. it is the end of the season that he starts to eat super healthy and we're aware of it. Yeah. And he's jogging at the beginning of the um, yes. Shut Up, Dr. That Phil too. episode. Also, if you hate the sound of eating, this episode has got to be <laughs> so hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't listen to it with headphones on, for sure. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, but, you know... Get you someone who looks at you the way that Dean looks at the sandwich. At the turducken! <laughs> Because he just, it's like the one point of happiness that he's had <laughs> since his cast was gone. He's just so happy about the sandwich. Yeah. He is adorable in this episode. Oh I love him. Um, uh, yeah, the whole, the I don't care that I don't care, and then his little head wiggle thing no the way he's like sitting at a kitchen counter or something and just like wiggling his yes. his legs it is so cute i love this episode so much um so when i when i write my notes i handwrite them and then i type them up first 
so I was watching this and I was writing it by hand and I tried to write this food additive is so powerful it overcame Dean's germophobia. <laughs> yeah. And when I when I looked down, I wrote this overcame Dean's homophobia. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, probably that too. <laughs> like, can you can you imagine if Cass had been there for me? Because um, he's like, I don't care that I don't care. When at the beginning of this episode, he was like, I hate being in these abandoned houses with these cold showers. I just yep. want to be comfortable. <laughs> and he's like, if I wasn't so stoned, I'd just be throwing up right now. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so I love fun. it so much. <laughs> pissed off my sandwich. <laughs> you know how we, we we did this thing like last uh I when we summed up Creep Kira, I guess, uh, where we were like which dean would go with which cast? <laughs> I think this dean should go with the cast that eats meat out of dog bone. <laughs> 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 I, think, I think they would get on together. Get on. Oh, I, I was gonna say this this team should should uh hang out with uh inverse asylum cast whatever you want to call them at the, here at the end of this season yes, honeybee yes. cast honeybee cast oh yeah crazy cast there's, there's stone <laughs> yes. adventures there we go oh my god yes please. Can, okay <laughs> however much i hate the leviathans there's something about Dick Roman that just makes me giggle. I love and it's it. not I, the I name. Love it. <laughs> I actually <laughs> love this this whole arc. It's like so ridiculous, but it was so much fun for some reason. <laughs> you know? I love I love the the designs of the Leviathan. Um, they really feel like they. Obviously, the Leviathan is referenced in the Bible, but they're nothing like this. <laughs> yeah. But um, they really took it and made it their own, and you can't go wrong with, you know, your head turning into a whole mouth <laughs> full of teeth and teeth. And the bibbing. Great. The bibbing is so oh. out there. Yeah. Whoever thought of that, amazing. Uh, I, I credit Ben Edlin since he wrote this, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just like, and they never explain how exactly how that's that supposed physically to work. works <laughs> yeah and, oh, oh my so god creepy. it's so creepy and good um but yeah dick especially like two these two episodes shut up dr phil and uh and then how to win friends just in terms of pre uh donald trump era <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> just feels so prescient because <laughs> Don Stark has that autograph from Donald Trump, yep. and then yeah. Dick Roman is like, if Donald Trump knew how to talk. <laughs> yeah. But just very, like, yeah. It just feels very uh, too real watching that in 2022. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then, uh, oh, this season, I, I really don't know that well, because... I knew that Bobby died in this season, but I had completely forgotten that it was this episode. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I was like, you made me watch this again. <laughs> <Don't>. 
two eyes. <laughs> Jail for supernatural. Jail for supernatural. One thousand years. <laughs> More like jail for us, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's our own fault. And of course, it's oh, not man. a Destiel episode, but the Death Door episode with Bobby and Rufus. Uh, oh, so The next good. episode is so and good. It's so well done. It hurts me so much. It's just yeah. awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. Should we move on to Repo Man? Uh, uh, I have mm. one quick thing. Um, I forgot because I was looking at my notes for the other one, but when Sam and Bobby are having the conversation about how Dean's different and what's going on with him, he says, and we lost Cass. And then later in that sentence, he said, he's not the same Dean. Yeah. And it just like, I always love the, like headcanons about third wheel Sam who just like knows what's going on but knows that he can't talk to Dean about it. Yeah. Like obviously he doesn't know about Amy as we've discussed but he just really makes that connection between specifically losing Cass and what's going on with Dean. Like the Leviathan almost just seems secondary in how he thinks Dean's reacting to stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I just what 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 was the deal with Dean going? Do you want to look like a hostess? <laughs> what does that even mean? Why? That comes back to like the tough guy persona where he's like, "I'm gonna turn this back on you, but it's gonna look and sound really weird and awkward." <laughs> And, and then, of course, he gets Kendall. He gets Kendall, like, the guys. Like, yeah. this one's for Kendall. Oh, yeah. Later. Yeah. Yep, he gets microaggressioned again. <laughs> again? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, just... Because does he say the hostess line? Bef- he says it before he's had the slammer for the first time, right? Yep. So he's not yeah. even yep. stoned with <laughs> 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 It's fine. Oh yeah. man! Shout out to Crowley though, like for saying that he he hated Dick and and Dean thought it was like generally speaking, and apparently he meant a specific Dick. <laughs> I thought he just meant in general. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. That was that was good stuff. And then, yeah, they just really had a good time with all of the Dick Roman jokes. And, like, when Edgar told the doctor, Leviathan, Dick is coming. Dick's and then he, coming. like, zooms in on the doctor's face. <laughs> just having a good time. <laughs> makes, makes me think of that episode where Cass gets, like burned into his chest. I am coming. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, so then all the back the behind the scenes photos of them like pointing at it like Ruth Connell yeah. and everybody. Oh, so good. Yep. Uh, oh man. Good times. <clears throat> Repo man. My first my first little note here is God damn it, does the dog die? <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. 
I was like, and, knowing what I know about this episode, but not remembering everything, I get this bad feeling. <laughs> oh, and then when she when she takes her cone, she follows him. It's just so sweet. And even Dean, who we've established before, doesn't like dogs, doesn't care for dogs. He's still like, oh man, that's fucked up. Yeah. That poor dog is so sweet. Uh, and then and that- I don't have any other notes until the end of the episode. <laughs> fucking revealed that Jeffrey has this fucked up thing for his demon. Um, I did yeah. have. That's a big one. I did have a couple things before that when go for um, it. When Dean is with him at the like group home that he's at mm-hmm. um and they talk about what happened to him afterwards he says you never tell never never and they're referring to knowing about the supernatural being real but it just feels so much like an encapsulation of repressed dean like yeah. he's so serious about it and like his knowledge of the like mental health and like involuntary detainment system seems yeah that was a little unnerving it was so intimate like we learn later that he was at the boys home but that's different than what jeffrey went through and was like is there something that we don't know like it seems more more of an intimate knowledge than what happened with martin when they had the wraith episode that he was in yeah. Um, but then did they actually plan ahead enough for that to foreshadow Martin coming back in season eight? I hope so, because that was a really cool yeah. callback, yeah. but probably not. But yeah, I was just like, oh shit, has Dean been through this same thing? I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Because like that that intake system would have been different than him just like faking him and Sam faking their way into the hospital before. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There are many points uh, in which they like kind of relate to each other in that specific conversation, Jeffrey and Dean. Um, I'm, when <clears throat> Jeffrey says, um, "I started to drink." and drift after the demon was gone. Like, that's literally what Dean has been doing since mm-hmm. Cass died or whatever happened. Yeah. 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 The, the parallels in this episode are inc- just crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the way that they shoot it. So I went and found... A, thought I had reblogged it before, but uh, I went and found the old posts about this and somebody took the screenshots and said, I was depressed, Dean, because he was gone and the shot is on Jeffrey. And then the shot changes to Dean when he says, I was a wreck, an emotional shell, a drunk. And then back to Jeffrey when he says, I was suicidal. And yep, just, oh, it hurts. And Dean's face when he's explaining this, it's just, yeah. And I love I love the progression when he's, you know, starting this 
villain monologue where he says, you know, I love being possessed. And then he he amps it up to I loved him. And then Mm -hmm. he amps it up even more to love of my life, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And when he speaks, he always, not always, but most of the time he's emphasizing him and he. He like, yeah. the actor puts a little extra extra spice on it and emphasizes those words. And yeah, it's just, oh man. Mm, what's <laughs> interesting is that I don't remember what does, what kind of lines does Dean have? Like, when, when, uh, when he reveals that we have like these weird uh close-up shots on dean's face where he's like um seems to be surprised for a second there mm-hmm. but also like he never says anything mean i mean no. in to jeffrey right i mean he never comments like he doesn't say anything that would, I mean, he doesn't say anything, basically, what I'm playing at. He dev- never says anything homophobic or never says anything that would, like, relate to Jeffrey's. Oddly enough. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't. Um, I mean, he does say, he does say, I usually don't endorse suicide, but man, what stopped you? <laughs> Which is... <laughs> Pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty, pretty bad, but I think he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't say anything that's specifically about, like, he doesn't make a quip about the fact that the demon is identified yeah. as male. Um, yeah. He's mostly just like, dude, you're fucked up. <laughs> You've been killing women and you're trying to get repossessed by a demon. Yeah. Um, We've been trying uh, to get repossessed by a <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah it's mostly just jeffrey talking and for the most part i'm looking at the transcript on supernatural wiki (laughs) he doesn't really dean just says yeah like after jeffrey says my attitude i have to say really benefited from the whole program uh, that was so funny. That was so funny. Like, how can we praise these institutions, but also like literally drag them at the same time <laughs> for their good job? <laughs> yeah. As he's taking, like, putting whatever kind of blood or whatever potion on the knife, he says, he's a really good rehab therapist. Helps me focus on my goals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. He mostly Dean just comments like "Oh, you sick son of a bitch!" when it's when he takes the dog over to the side. Yeah, yeah. That's so many and like, if this wasn't written by Ben Edlund, if it was written by some of the other writers, that probably would have happened. Like having yeah. those kind of like For sure. homophobic quips and stuff. Oh, yeah. And then, and then, <laughs> oh yeah, he I said mean, one thing. Yeah, go on, go on, and I'll. If, if if there was any doubt at that point of whether or not this was weirdly romantic, um, <laughs> when when the demon does come back 
and he possesses the the other kid. Um, the dancing. The dancing. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I love it because it's freaky as shit. It's so scary. <laughs> yeah, I want, I want, but it's also very interesting uh, if you just look at, at it from the insane, um, from my insane point of view. Because, like, until, up until that point, Jeffrey is the one who, who is like uh, in control. And when the dance happens, the, the demon takes over the control. And because, like, he literally starts to lead them right when mm -hmm. they are dancing mm -hmm. so there's like a very interesting yeah. uh visual or like physical manifestation of like what's actually happening uh in the story i wonder if it was like scripted or just like happened when shooting yeah yeah i don't know that's a that's a good point um i will go back quickly just to make an addendum i went back up earlier in the episode mm -hmm. in the transcript Dean does say, uh, so what happened? Redheaded mommy make you stuff birds put on dresses. Yeah. <laughs> which is which is a reference to Psycho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, that's, yeah. Yeah. Because that whole movie was a exploration or critique or, you know, however you want to take it on. Yeah. Effeminate men and all that all that good jazz um yeah. and by good jazz i mean terrible but yeah so there is that <laughs> so there is that but that's earlier when they're talking about jeffrey being a serial killer not yeah. necessarily about jeffrey being in love with the demon um he does say it after jeffrey says love of my life actually but yeah there's that's really the only line that is like directly referencing sexuality yeah yeah so there's that <sighs> anything else for this episode um not too much other than jeffrey just saying telling the demon i want to be yours <laughs> yeah Insane. In Insane. Yeah. Insane in the membrane. It just... Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, then. This was a shorter episode, guys, but... Uh... <laughs> we talked about three episodes, so that's impressive. I'm, I'm impressed with this. I'm proud of us. This is this is what happens when there is no cast. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What do we talk about when the character is absent? <laughs> <laughs> There's only fifty percent of the micro expressions to analyze. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, next episode, we're doing a uh, one episode episode and he's back redundant <laughs> and yes he's back we're gonna talk about 717 the born again identity and everybody's um, favorite fun fiction <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> trope come 
called amnesia yes <laughs> it's coming. Uh, yeah i'm looking ahead at the summary um for that episode and it just starts with misha collins returns with an exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like you get it <laughs> he's back baby against uh, against all odds they actually listen to the fan base yeah yep all right so it'll be a good time in the meantime this has been hella radio i'm nora rose i'm sully and i'm kate we had sound editing by josh music by kalua give them hell hellers Let me cry